what do you think is going to be the hardest part of the coming month the hardest part it's a tough one but i'd say probably counting all the money there's nothing that's really standing out to me as like that's going to be a hard mountain to climb it's all just stuff that we're going to have to suck at a little bit and get better at i'm not thinking oh my god that's going to be so hard it's like we're tweaking our email our script is good it will slowly get better and better this episode is sponsored by Vorbos. Check them out in the description below. We have had a really, uh, really interesting week for the We've business. We've had a really interesting week. It's been a very good week. We've completely remodeled our business. We've changed everything. We've changed everything. We've changed everything. <laughs> We've changed everything. But it's, it doesn't feel weird. And no, it, it, does, right. it doesn't feel like we're doing something crazy or drastic. It feels like actually the final like jigsaw piece clicked yeah, in. We had a moment on your stairs yeah. where, we were stand, where we were stood there, you were having a cigarette and we were just basically batting ideas back and forth, whatever. And we were like, actually, hang on, this works. And it was like, this oh, is fuck, like, this, this does it was, work. It was, it was just like a moment where you're like, yeah. fuck, everything's like so And I looked, and I could see it in your eye. And yeah, you could yeah, see yeah. it. It was like, we both knew, yeah, we're like, yeah, yeah. we've just cottoned on to yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. So essentially to tell people what we've done, uh, in the last episode, we mentioned that we were going to launch a second business, which is going to be a studios uh, business, which is essentially a B2C model of what we're doing. So at the moment, we've been making podcasts for clients on a kind of B2B retainer. And we were now launching a secondary business, which is a consumer facing business where we were going to rent out the studio by the hour. People can come record for an hour um, or two or three, whatever it is. And then we'd have an upsell of editing and everything else. Now uh, we've merged everything into one uh, company, one brand, ground floor media and we now have essentially just pricing packages for businesses and we have an individual's pricing package but the main thing that we've done that no one else is doing is that we have an all-inclusive podcast package so we have been able to undercut the entire competition for editing and short form and all this kind of By stuff a significant margin. a significant margin and what now so essentially to put it in perspective for people listening if you go to one of our main competitors who we actually used to record with if you wanted to spend an hour recording at their studio you're looking at 108 pounds if you then wanted let's say three short form clips for social media you're looking at about 20 pounds a clip i believe so you're looking at 60 pounds on top of that so you're already at 168 if you then wanted the full episode edited you're looking at 400 pounds so really you're looking at a total of 568 pounds which is a lot of money we are offering packages where for an hour's recording a full edit of video audio and three short form clips with captions and everything optimized for social media for 175 pounds that is unbelievably well priced if really i do well say priced. so myself no it is it just massively undercut the competition massively and so plus we you know we're central we have free tea and coffee we have you know produ yeah. producer barney on hand yeah you know, he's on site for everyone that comes in and records with us studios in chancery lane um yeah, I just I just can't wait to launch it again at live because I genuinely yeah. think if we talk to anyone that's recording in other studios in London, yeah, a they just don't offer this this sort of package, and also they don't offer this package to the caliber that we can offer this package as well. Yeah. Don't forget that the editing that we do is very very good. Yeah, I think a lot of people just charge for cutting and this sort of stuff, and it's not particularly exciting. That's what we do is actually really good. Very true, um, and so. also it's just very exciting to think about the fact that all these other studios do offer editing, but if you want to start a podcast, it can be a bit daunting. You know, you need to get like the SD cards, and you need to then find out how how to edit and it's like you know you get given the raw footage you know i know how to do it because i have premiere pro and i've been editing stuff and obviously i've taught barney you know whenever it was a year ago and he now knows but you know for the average person that maybe isn't an editor you know the idea if i if, if i gave you yeah for me i'm the average person that doesn't that doesn't know editing right and if way. i said and if you slap me in front of let's say you even paid for premiere pro for me yeah slap me in front of it and said here's the raw footage 
go crazy i think oh good okay it would take me like days right to, to, uh, and then you have to make the content for social media in yeah. a way that's like correctly formatted optimized yeah. for like conversions and blah 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 so to have all of that done for you no transferring of files and sd cards yeah, yeah. and cables and this and that you just turn up record for an hour do your podcast or have two hours whatever it is and then we make the episode the audio the video and we make the short form clips for you based on timestamps that you give us so you say hey that bit where i talked about the fish i want that bit to be a clip yeah the bit where i talked about the cake i want that to be a clip and the bit where i talked about the train station i want that to be a clip so yeah. then we go great and we just make the clips for you and all of that for 175 pounds for an hour yeah. and an episode is crazy it's really good we have quick turnaround times as well yeah everyone that comes to record with us yeah so it's so exciting it man. really is yeah it really is it's going live well it, actually by the time this episode goes out it would have been live Yes, we are officially um, live. So if you want to come and just record an episode, it includes editing, it includes short form content. And then we also have packages for businesses and agencies. So this is also really exciting. We do. Because we're now offering social media services, as we've said in uh, in our previous episodes. So you can now <clears throat> have up to four episodes a month if you're a business. So if you want to release a weekly podcast as a business, you can do that. And also we offer social media management services too. So if you don't want to have to have the stress and the hassle of uploading the clips and knowing how to upload them the right way and schedule them and think about content creation ideas and all that kind of stuff we take care of everything so it's essentially a full package suite it's a full it's a full production house it's it's literally you come in record we do everything else yeah give you everything you need to blow your podcast up it's great it's great it's such a good offer and i'm dude. really glad it's you know it's, it's it's weird how it just came about though it was just mm. us batting ideas back and forth and yeah it just felt like the right thing to do i think what's really cool and we talked about this briefly like last week when we were when we were making these changes <clears throat> it's that we already felt like we had a good offer that we were pitching to businesses. Yeah. We felt like this is a cool thing. It's good value. It's a good product. We know what we're doing. But I think this new iteration of what we've got, it feels like such a significant bump up in value for the client yeah. and Definitely. for the consumer. It's now like, oh, this isn't just like a good offer. This is like, dude, this is a stupidly good offer for what you get for the price you pay for it, even whether it's at the individual level or at the business level yeah. for the packages that we have, yeah, yeah. it's so, so competitively priced. And a lot of businesses, especially if they're new to the idea of podcasting and marketing and that kind of thing and video content, you know, they don't necessarily want to invest, you know, two, five, 10 grand. So uh, to be able to compete on price and also feel like we're giving more value than someone who's charging feels more, right. feels really good, man. It feels right, you know. It's, uh, it's a USP that no one's got which is weird. It's exactly what we talked about. It's like, okay, well, if we're going to come into an already relatively crowded marketplace of podcast studios in London, yeah. how can we do something different? This is exactly how we do something different. This is what it is. This is exactly what it is. I think uh, another thing I think <clears throat> would be good to touch on is um, our marketing strategies that we've got lined up because yes. we've got a bunch of different avenues of ways <laughs> to get clients, whether that's for the consumer side of it yes, or for the agency side of it, for the, for the uh, B2B side of it, if you want to touch on that. Yeah, we do. So we've got a marketing plan in place now that we're going to be launching from next week. We're just going through the final iterations of it. Um, for Because we're treating it now as one business, which I also think makes it a lot easier um, for us just to manage it all in, in one in one area. Yeah. Um, but we've got our lead generation side of the business, which is obviously warming up as at the moment. Um, yeah, we'll be ready to send those out from next week. Next week. So, yeah. like we said a couple of episodes ago, we obviously did lead gen once and we got some results from it, but we also <clears throat> did it a terrible way yeah. and we just could have risked completely blowing up our, our account essentially. Yeah. Um, and so, we've now put these new processes in place. And from next week, we will be ready to start sending out campaigns. And we'll be, dude, we'll be ready to send out like 200 emails a day. A day. Yeah five days a week to right? like the 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 industry that this is primed for yeah as well which i'm excited about yeah so that'd be cool it's a thousand emails a week monday to friday like that's i know that's good stuff man uh, what, 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 what were we on like a 0.1 percent conversion i think 
Uh, what were we hoping for? No, what, were we, what did we have when we had for our initial campaign? I think it was a 0.1% conversion, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it depends. I mean, some of the deals aren't in yet, so it's hard to say. It has but I mean, we're not going to convert 0.1. That's such a, like, 1% is kind of like, you know, it, it's understandable. It's like kind of, you know, 1%. One, I believe like 1% to 2%, 1% to 4%, whatever, kind of depends. It depends on the yeah, offer, depends on the market. It does. It also, I mean, dude, that's 10 meetings a week. Yeah. That's 10 meetings a week. Yeah. Which is for a high ticket offer. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah, it could it could really ramp up quickly. Yeah. And that's the beauty of this business. It's like now that we have such a clear product and service line, it's so obvious how you scale it. Yeah. So touching on that, yeah. So we've got the lead gen side of the business for marketing. Yes. For marketing plan. Um, the other side of the business is we have got a tube stunt coming up as well. We were going to do it a couple of weeks ago. Uh, for various reasons, we couldn't. So we're now looking to do that at some point in the coming weeks or months, basically, uh, which will be... I think targeted mainly at consumers, but it's also obviously applicable to businesses as well because yep. it's the same package. Um, so we're going to start a different, different package, but same pricing model. Yeah, sorry, you're right. Yeah. Um, so we'll be standing outside a, a tube station um, and basically uh, giving people an insight into what we can create. So we'll have one of us with a rolling reel of the content that we can edit. Uh, we've got our own branded t-shirts. We've bought those now. Um, perfect time of year for that. And they fit uh, really well, don't they? And they fit well. They fit a snug. I think snug is Skeets the word. fits really well. It's, it's, it's cozy. <laughs> it's very cozy. Uh, His muscles are just bulging uh, out of that thing. Along with the flab. Along yeah. with um, so anyway, so yeah, so we've got that coming up, which would be cool. We interesting to see what kind of reaction we get to that we've got a guerrilla marketing strategy we have a guerrilla marketing strategy uh but yeah, with, got, we think could do quite well we think could do very well um but anyway um and then we are going to be doing paid posts as well across mm-hmm. instagram yep. um and maybe other platforms but i think like linkedin for example but i think mainly it's going to be on instagram that we're going to do a paid instagram post. probably the best bet um so we're gonna we're going to be doing that uh and then what else have we got I feel like those are the main ones, unless I'm missing something. I think those are the main ones. Lead gen, tube stunt, gorilla avenue, yeah. um, paid posts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, th- I think like those are the main marketing ploys yeah. that we've got. And um, I think that the the speed at which we're going to be sending out emails, and also yes, the the fact that because what's interesting is the last email campaign we did, we got the uh, success rate that we got because it was our first one. We had no sales script. We'd never done like never done this before. We'd never done cold email before. We'd never done like it was our first time sending out an uh, an email script. Um, so no sales script. First time trying an email script. First time doing cold outreach. First time actually pitching clients on our own offer. The first iteration of the offer, and not necessarily a market that was perfectly geared towards our offer. True. Those are quite a lot of factors. And we still close clients. <clears throat> and we still close clients on the back of it. This time round, we're not yeah, we're not the like new that, kids actually. on the block now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> now. We're going to refine our email script even more. We'll do some A-B testing as well to make sure that the best one performs. We're going to write a sales script that's really, really like, you know, we're going to try it and improve it and keep improving it. Um, We've got a more targeted industry. We know that this industry has, we think, better chances because we already have clients in this industry. Plus, which means we have more social proof. We couldn't reference social proof in our last uh, cold email. We have significant social proof in this one because we have big clients in this industry that we can recommend or or, or mention that we work with. so there's actually a lot more at play here. Plus there's we're reaching out to more play. people. You know, our last campaign was, what, 1,400? About that, a bit less. I think it's like 1,200. Yeah. Um, but we're going to be doing like 1,000 a week. A week. Yeah. With all of those things I just said. So dude, this is what I mean. If, if And like you said, if you're reaching out to 1,000 a week, and like you said, you know, 10, you know, call it 1%, you know, you're booking 10 meetings a week. Like, dude, we could seriously be making That's some like- really ramp up. Yeah. 
really ramp up. We I mean, let's say you've week. got let's say you've got ten meetings a week, yeah, and you close two, yeah. Let's say let's say two a week. Like yeah. you'd like to think you could close more, but let's say two yeah, a week. Yeah, yeah. That means by the end of a month, you're going to be picking up eight clients, yeah, in the space of a month, which comes back to. Uh, the fact the monthly goals that we said we were going to set. As well. Yeah, set those. You were working on those earlier. Did you get anywhere with them? Uh, no, because we got caught up with other stuff. Yeah. Um, with like the emails, the emails and uh, and other stuff. So no, it's a short answer. But we need to sit down and go through that because I think it's good for us to have like. Well, why don't we do it now on the podcast? Specific goals. Yeah, we could do. Yeah, all right, let's do that. So, let's do that. Monthly goals. Because <laughs> um, we've already got a kind of annual goals. I.e., by the end of this year, um, we said we wanted to be doing 100k 10... a month. No. Yeah, we did. At the end of this year. Oh, no. So, oh, sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, guys. By the end of this year, we'll be slinging six figures in that bank account no, every month. I meant, really sorry. By the end of this year, I thought you meant a year from when a we year said. From, yeah, a year, from, you know. a year from when we first talked about it. Yeah, we want to be doing six, um, yeah. six figures a month. Which but, was around the time before our birthday. Sure. Yes, exactly. It's before yeah. our 30th. Um, but no, I think we said by the end of the year, we want to be doing 10K a month. Yes, that we was did. Our, that was our goal. So annual. By the end when year. did we set that goal? Uh, in your car at the end of last year really we had oh, of course that and was. i remember that so clearly so i'm not gonna let go of that goal because i remember that conversation so clearly and that was just off our youtube revenue i know we were like oh what do you 10 grand a month just off youtube revenue which is mental to, is, in hindsight so that was naive. insane funny. <laughs> so silly. um but we are where we are now and it's yep. doable so especially with everything we've just talked about it's definitely doable. so by the end of the year we said we want to be doing at least 10 grand a month true bonnie so, do you want to write this down like the goal so we have like a, a, a record of it yeah it's not like this has been recorded or anything so yeah that is that is true actually that yeah, might yeah, that, that, sure that, is, that might that be is. the dumbest thing i've ever said <laughs> <That> is, <laughs> i think it's that, definitely up there that yeah, might that be was, the most stupid thing i've ever said i did question it when you said it i was like i'm pretty sure we've got we've got record i was like we want to make sure we don't forget this you know yeah. <laughs> there's actually three cameras pointing directly up. there's a lighting I set up as well <laughs> like i think we'll be okay uh cool but um but yeah, um, if you want to make a note buddy okay so the goal so, so let's say november all right so we're we're now end of end of october let's yep. say by the end of november i think we should have a financial goal uh for one i think that'd okay. be good i think we should have a goal for us as a team yep. as well um what do you um, mean a goal for us so, that's, as a team? so yeah that's what i'm trying to think of i think when i say a goal for us and the team like where do we want the business to be more holistically by the end of november so it could be the number of clients that we're doing it could be the infrastructure that we've set up it could be like right. anything to do with the business like what do the three of us want it to look like by right. by the end of november um yeah so i think financially let's start with financially okay um i think genuinely realistically off the back of what we just said yeah i think we could do 10k a month by the end of november I think you might be right. And I'd like to have that as a goal. I am inclined to agree with you. Yeah. Nice. I think 10K a month is possible. I when you think about possible. where we're at now and what we have on the horizon. And everything you just said about our first email campaign yeah. and how different it is this time. Question around. is though, how are you quantifying 10K a month? Like what if you sign clients that would put us to 10K a month, but they're starting in December, for example? Then it wouldn't count, I don't think. So you want to get like invoices, like money in 10K? In Bear in mind, I mean, they're, they're paying on the calls this time around you know we've we've completely reiterated that is shaked, true the infrastructure so that every pitch we have if it closes it closes and it closes there and then direct debit set up and we know what we're doing this is and then, and then we go through an onboarding process yes okay um, um, so i actually do think yeah by the end of november let's say we want to be doing 10k a month okay which is my math isn't amazing i've got a calculator on me but um what, what's that like eight clients yeah roughly well it depends because some of our clients some clients will less. go for a slightly higher also some of package. that money is coming from a sponsor as well i'm not i'm not no no i'm not i'm not counting that oh you're not counting that no 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 i'm not counting that no 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 oh because i feel like he's, that's i feel like yeah, that's separate, no, he's, I, feel he's, like that's separate. 
That's okay. Separate. I think 10K a month client revenue. Hell yeah, dude. By the end of November, I think that's actually quite doable. Provided we get all the, provided we get you'll the email campaign. Yeah. You'll, you'll be doing well. good. Barney might get like, able to buy Christmas presents this year. Or food. You know. <laughs> or food, yeah. 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 Or a roof. Because Lord knows he was on beans for a while when he was, <laughs> when he was working with us a while ago. Dude, uh, that's crazy. But I think, I think, I think it's doable, man. I know, like, dude. I, I think that's why I'm saying it's crazy. We just went through the numbers and we're like, okay, if we're getting like a thousand emails out a week, yeah. we can convert a 1%, 10 of them into a meeting, right? Yep. And then we can close... 20% of that that's two clients a week that's yeah it's four weeks it's a month eight done that is true so I think damn when you put I it th- like that I, I think a goal by the end of November is to hit 10k a month okay so that's that's done the one thing actually I think I don't know if we, we I have a very specific it. goal that's not money but it's like an infrastructure thing yeah yeah cool um, but I will get to that in a second cool. uh, remember that um, the I don't think we talked about the strike payments and direct debits on the last. We did. did we we, we did touched we? on like PandaDoc, I think, but I don't know if we actually went on to. We did. I remember. No, we did talk yes. about it because we were going to say like, oh, we don't know if people are going to do it or not, and if they're going to be ah, open to we it. Did. Or, yeah, fine. Okay, so we've got that. But yeah, that's all set up now, which is which is good. Yeah. So basically, for anyone who didn't watch the last episode, we essentially now instead of what we were doing before, which is writing like making an invoice, well, he would have to make an invoice, send it to clients, and then wait for them to pay. They'd usually pay late. He'd have to then chase for the invoice and X Y Z. We now have a direct debit payment link, so clients that work with us, it's. Like they sign up for the direct debit, which we've already got clients signed up for. We already have someone signed which up is, for, you know. and uh, and then the money will come out every month on that day, yeah. which means no chasing, no invoicing, just super just straightforward. Recurring monthly recurring, recurring monthly revenue, baby. It's great. Oh, monthly so, recurring revenue. So yeah, ten k a month by the end of November. I yeah, think that is that is first goal. Um, goal for the three of us. Sorry, what was the goal you had? Um, well, the, so this is more like an infrastructure goal. Yeah. So this is one thing that I've been thinking a lot about today, which I mentioned Did to you, you say briefly. SOPs again. I swear. To yes. Is SOPs. Actually, actually SOPs. SOPs, baby. SOPs. Standard operating procedures. So it's a new buzzword. He's learned. It's not. No. It, but it's so important. And you're right. It is. I'm you know, thinking you, but you're right. I think he was talking to me about it. That's how I think now that we have such a good offer and you know the team is working really well it's like okay when it comes to scaling for anyone listening by the way standard operating procedure is what is what you mean by sops yeah i think i said that did you sorry did i did uh, i did i clarified i'm always thinking of the audience mate um those are the things that make the difference when you scale having the just airtight processes workflows no, right. accountabilities who is responsible for what what needs to be done by when yeah what happens when this triggers that and so one thing that i want to be really really um cleanly set up with for us by the end of november is i want to have our onboarding procedure completely ironed out so i want it to be a case where like we said at the moment we're talking to a client and then we're closing them and then uh, or i'm closing them and i'm saying hey okay cool like you know this is how much it's going to be you know let's let's put a call in the diary to set up move next steps and then i'm and then you know we're sending them a payment link and we're sending them like a zoom invite but it's like that's that that gives them an option to kind of just turn up to the call and be like, oh yeah, sorry, I haven't paid yet, but like, you know, I'll pay, you know, I'll give it to accounts well, we next week or whatever. We can, so, we can do that quite straightforward. And, I mean, we can do that in a very straightforward manner. As in, we just basically sit down one day and we just say, right, by the end of today, we're going to have it all in place. Yeah. And so what it, what that would look like from what I saw from another SMMA um, is you essentially, when you've got uh, Slack and then you use Zapier automation and the way that it works is when they've done the payment link, it then redirects them and automatically adds them to a new Slack channel, gives them a standard message that appears and says, hey, you know, we're looking forward to working with you. Then it also gives them an onboarding message, which has built in stuff, uh, links to their things like, you know, 
a form they need to fill out that has information about their business, you know, information about their clients, what they were looking to achieve, what they want, blah, blah, blah. A link to a drive, let's say, that says, you know, put your logo and assets and branding and stuff in here so that we can use those. So it kind of acts like the payment. It's a slick process. It's a slick process and it saves all of us time, but also it means that the payment is the gateway. The payment is the door for them to access our services, which saves, because clients can bullshit, you know, know, it's just how the game goes. We've experienced that, and that is how the service industry is. When you're running like an agency-based business and you're invoicing, you know, and I've bullshitted fucking accountants and stuff when I haven't been able to pay on time. Like, you know, everyone does it, but it is that thing of like, it is, it does make it annoying for you as a business owner to be like, hey, you know, what about that invoice? Like, oh yeah, sorry, accounts is, you know, think how much stress we've had with that kind of stuff. So to be able to say, hey, great, so happy you're on board. Uh, here's the payment link. As soon as you've done that, that will automatically take you through our onboarding process and let you know what you need. That way the client can't be like, oh, well, I'll pay, whatever. Because it's like, well, that's how you start working with us. By def- But when you pay, yeah. the system will then give you the stuff you need. So it's not us, it's the system. No, I really like and that, that, give, I think yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Because then they can't really bullshit you. Because yeah. if they go, well, I can't I just do it without that? And you go, well, what are you planning on not paying? And then it puts you know, the owners back on them, which is obviously an uncomfortable situation. They, they won't want that. Um, and hopefully, you know, you don't have to work with a client like that anyway. But I think ironing that out so that it's really, really clear um, and it's also automated and taken out of our hands, I think would be really, really cool. That's a very good goal. So yeah. yeah, I think set up on Slack and Zapier and, and, and all that kind of stuff by the end of um, by the end of the month is, a, is an infrastructure goal that I want to put. Nice, okay, cool. I think that's, those are two very good goals for the end of November. Yeah. Is there anything then the three of us think could, like, could work well? Anything, Barney, you want to... You, you think we could do by the end of the month it would be ideal i mean we've really streamlined like the editing process today yeah um, yes we have like a new way of working with it and everything so um i don't know in terms of exact goals but it's definitely gonna be very interesting to look at that and see like what the process is going to be by like the end of the month mm-hmm. very true that's true i also think off the back of that um i think having all of our short our backlogged short content um yes and that's actually true because we worked out the numbers today. Yeah, actually, that's in a month's time, isn't it? Not up to date by the end of the month. That's another good um, Or at least, you know, scheduled and basically yeah. done by the end of the month. You yeah. know, it might run a bit over a month, but as in like, yeah. all up to date by the end of the month, that's a cool goal to have because then we're like finally yes. up to date on all of our content. And we should keep ourselves accountable to that. Yep. All of these, actually. Um, so all of these goals, yeah. I'll write them down, don't worry. Thank you, mate. Appreciate it. <laughs> I'm lost without you. Nice. Um, it's all good, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone makes mistakes. Um, no, I think there's three really good goals. Uh, yes. I think we can get a day in the diary to go through SOPs and find out like the onboarding process oh, and what we want to do. Uh, sales script. Yes. I mean, we'll have to do that before we send out. I've got it. Now, now, the it's, just, now leads. it's just a to-do list. This is just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Not, you know what? Yeah, okay, forget it. Forget it. But yeah, we need to A goal is to, have, is to have an airtight, um, is to have an airtight onboarding process. Yeah. And uh, and then the financial goal we've said, and then to have our content up to date. Those are, those, those yeah, are three goals. Those are three yeah, goals. I like those. Those are good. Dude, if we can get to the end Dude, of November and like, have and have those in place, yeah, then we're really like mm. we're really firing on all cylinders. That would be crazy. And and dude, like you said, if we can get to, because there's no reason why with that same logic, and I know that there's probably people listening that are like, well, that's not how it works, and it probably isn't. But there is no reason why, with that logic of what logic? well, the logic of you're sending out like a thousand emails a week, yeah. you're getting ten meetings a week, you may be closing two of them, right? That's, so you know, um, it's eight, eight clients a month. Eight clients a month, right? Which, hang on, I thought I thought we ended up with four clients. Oh no, no, that is it's two clients a week. That's what I thought. Yeah, two clients a week. Yeah, yeah so, so that's eight. eight, eight exactly, right? There's no reason why that won't continue. In terms of like, when you go into December, you're also sending out a thousand. Hundred percent. I do think December will be a quieter month. 
just purely in the run up to Christmas, like it's always quieter. I feel like people spend a lot of money around Q4 though. And also that's the time when marketing- Bigger, bigger companies potentially do. When that's when they've got excess in their budgets. They've got excess in their budgets and also they're looking how they're gonna allocate their marketing budget for Q1. So I think for service industry, for service um, like companies like us, mm. I think that we could potentially do. I hope so. My experience is that December has well. been quite quiet, purely with people going on annual leave for Christmas yeah. and all this kind of stuff. It stuff tends to slow down. It has got me like thinking. That. I think I've noticed on Money Twitter recently that there's been an increase in in people talking about ecom and stuff because of Q4, because obviously in the run up to like Black Friday and yeah, Christmas sales, yeah, yeah, so everyone's like, dude, this is where ecom guys make. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna see so much stuff on Money Twitter about guys being like, dude, I just swept up in Q4, like I just crushed. So that's kind of that's kind of crazy yeah that's true um, but um but we stay focused and this is a good lesson because you don't get shiny object syndrome anymore. no we do not no but i think um, those are three really good and achievable goals um, yeah but my point is is like dude you know we could feasibly be on like fucking 20 30k a month by like january February. but if you think about also don't forget that these clients are going to be tagging us on their posts on linkedin so that's going to be another marketing stream as well probably less relevant for instagram and tiktok and those kind of places but definitely on linkedin any content that they're putting up I mean, we'll ask them if they're happy to do it, but assuming that they are, say that this is recorded at, you know, with, with the ground floor media, the team at ground floor media, wow. and the studio in Chantry Lane. And it's like, it's just free, free, free eyes on, on every, on every piece of content that we're putting and out. And we reinvest back clients. into the business when it comes to like, you know. And they might refer people to us. Who knows? Yeah. People talk. Yeah, like, pe do, people definitely do talk. Someone sees a post on LinkedIn and says, oh, I really like what you did there. Like, how did you, how did you do it? Yeah. We just use these guys in Chantry Lane, they do everything for us. Super, super, super simple. You'd think, okay, cool, I'll check them out. So that's another that's another marketing stream that um, word of mouth, yeah. which is actually the best one. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. But it just takes time to actually get any traction off it. But yeah, that coupled with like some of the clients that we've already got books for January as well that have said they want to do it. If that comes in, that's the spirit. No, but like we, you, you yeah, know, no, you no, know how true, much hope we've had for certain true. things. No, that you're right. No, you're right. It's so crazy, dude. It is. It's exciting. I feel like now that really we've got exciting. this new model, I just think it. it I feel. Feels I right. feel really invigorated. <clears throat> it just feels right. Yeah. And I feel point. really motivated to like get all this stuff like sorted. 100%. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think what else is like an update um, in terms of like, I mean, it feels like today we had quite a productive day. But that was, uh, yeah, we did. But it wasn't really like update worthy. Yeah, true. Um, other than... Uh, I mean, I built the website, I guess, over the last week. Yeah. I got the, got the new website done. Yeah, true. Um, there could be a pretty influential guest coming on the podcast. We can leave it at that. That is true. You there know, could be there, there, there could be a pretty influential <laughs> guest coming on the podcast. There could be a pretty big guest um, coming on the podcast, which is exciting. That's very exciting if that comes through. Yeah. If that comes through, which, <laughs> oh, which we're dude. both in our heads setting it up as like, oh yeah, that's gonna happen. Um, no, I'm assuming it's not going to. I know I am as well if I'm being realistic, but I'm still just But if it does. It does. Mad. Uh, so yeah, but other than that, I don't think today there's been a. Uh, there's not really many updates coming from today. We've just been go we're just basically working our way through to do lists today and getting work done. I'm curious um, over the next week or so to because one thing I was saying earlier is that we're at a point now where the last few weeks have been really set up heavy. So yes. we've had to front load a lot of things. You know, we've had to like make websites and refine offers and set up lead gen and. You know, we, we, it's been a lot of stuff, you know, changing new domains and getting signatures. You know, it's been a lot of like upfront, we need to get stuff yeah. set up, you know, new processes, you know, Barney's role is changing slowly and, you know, he's kind of leveling up in what he's doing. So there's been a lot of like upfront stuff. Um, and so I'm actually really excited to get back into the swing of things where it's like, okay, from like next week ish, it will be like, okay, we'll have like a basic sales script. Yeah. The leads will be going out. 
um you know barney will be you know up to date and clear on what he like needs to be doing you'll know what you'll need to be doing i'll know what i need to be doing and then it's like oh okay cool then we can just get back to going through the motions and yeah. just putting the work in and scaling up rather than building because we've been building for the past yeah, couple of weeks right. And it's going to be nice to actually get to the point where we're just scaling as opposed to mm. putting the building blocks in place. And we'll keep iterating yeah. and, and we'll keep building alongside. You know, there might be like yeah, a, new, a new software that we end up using or a new bit of this, bit of that. But like, re, we basically revamped, rebranded and reiterated our entire business in the past few yeah, weeks. You're right. So it's been very, you know, and we haven't we haven't done any client calls or pit, not, not, not client calls, we haven't done any pitches or anything like no, that in the true. last week. Um, what do you think is going to be the hardest part of the coming month? With the, the new offering that we've got, and the the clients that we're looking to speak with in your in your opinion i can give in my opinion but in your opinion what do you think is going to be the hardest part of the coming month the hardest part it's a tough one but i'd say probably counting all the money good i like that <laughs> that's that's a nice problem to have no uh in all seriousness i don't know the hardest part probably um i, I actually there's 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 nothing that's really standing out to me as like okay that's going to be a hard mountain to climb. It's all just stuff that we're going to have to suck at a little bit and get better right. at. Like with the sales script, for example, you know, I'm confident in my abilities as a closer, but I also like, you know, don't have much experience in recent years of, you know, making a script and refining it and X, Y, Z. So I'm not thinking, oh my God, that's going to be so hard. It's like, yeah, no, I'm going I'm I'm to put a script together and I'm going to test it, try it, and I'll just keep tweaking it and iterating it and it'll eventually get better and better. With the lead gen, it's like, oh, you know, if the leads are going out, we're tweaking our email. Our script is good. It will slowly get better and better. Mm. Um, I don't. I can't think of anything specific that's going to be hard. I think, um, other than onboarding more clients and yeah. processes. But again, even that, I don't think will be hard. That would just be a process. It would just be a process. Through it. No, I get that. Um, which is weird to say because it feels like everything has been really hard Absolutely for a point. really long time. Yeah, it's been really hard. But I actually I, can't I, think. I, of yeah, I, I take your point. I think the thing that I that I think about is the market's opinion on our service because i feel like that's that's a slight and if we're being honest that's yeah. a slight unknown yeah we've had, we've had some traction obviously with our with our model so far um but the one thing that i've learned from starting and failing a number of businesses is that the market will dictate whether there's an appetite for it and i've certainly the learned that will, too the market will tell you whether it's a good idea or not so whilst we're obviously very confident in what we're offering and we know we're providing a lot of value for a very competitive price and we're undercutting competitors and all the pluses that we've already outlined in this episode. There is still that part of me that thinks that's, yeah, it's going to be quite hard to face the reality of um, clients not buying into what we're looking to do if they feel that way. I think I'm actually not concerned about them not buying into it. I'm more concerned about the appetite for this in general oh sorry by by, by like not buying into it i'm incorporating that into oh okay right by, right by not buying into it i mean the whole thing as a as an idea as a like businesses like, wanting to do yeah a whether it's because no, they no, no, haven't no, got budget agree. for it or they haven't got the right time of year or it's or not it's, priority or it's not priority or it's the macroeconomic factors whatever it is everything all encompassed i'm like i'm worried that there's <coughs> that's the kind of thing at the back of my mind of like okay that's the unknown i get I, that and i like, i would be lying if i said that wasn't a concern for me too yeah but i think it's not as much of a concern as it used to be because there will be some businesses that will. Yeah. And that is proven true. by the fact that we already have clients. And I think that you don't need like a million or a hundred thousand or 10,000 or a thousand clients. Yeah. You know, if, you, if we get to the point where we've got like 40, 50 clients, we're doing really well. We are. 
right. really well. We need to have a think about as well, like how we, other thing we could add to a list is like, how do we maintain clients on our books? Mm. Once they come to like an end of a season or, you know, that it comes to like a, a natural end almost. We need to I don't think, think about, they do come to a natural end. It's an ongoing source he, of- Yeah, sorry, yeah, you're right. If you're talking about like, the market, you know, if you're a lawyer and you're talking about law, mm. And each week you're talking about developments in the legal world and technologies and you know f trials that might be happening at the time and whatever it is it's a constant stream of content you don't want to stop the content supply but the one thing that i that i think we should look at doing which could be really again pivotal for us is i remember when i was reading about we work before they blew up yeah uh, and what they were doing was that they were basically obviously leasing office space to these companies but they were becoming more intertwined i remember with those companies yeah. i remember telling you you mentioned time, this a yeah, long time a long ago. time ago and i was like that's i thought it was genius. really cool it's genius and they basically make themselves more intertwined to the the businesses that are renting their space so Stickier. that those businesses can't leave. You know, they're doing payroll, they're doing, like, you know, HR, they're doing everything for them. And it's like, well, if we leave, we're now losing all of that. And it's like, we now can't really afford to leave, so we'll just stay where we work because everything's done for us and it's yeah. just easy. We need to get to that point. So we, I think we need to have a, we need to have a think about, like, how do we, how do we, like, provide more value, if you like? How do we make our clients' lives easier? To the point where we can just basically take everything off their hands yeah. within a related field and say right okay just give all of this to us we'll look after it for you it would probably have to be something along the the marketing front it because i be. mean you know we work works because it's your office so when you start doing things yeah. like hr payroll wi-fi whatever that kind of makes sense because it's more of like a home mm. but for us we offer marketing services and so i think um it will just come down to instead of them spending a portion of their budget with us getting them to spend their entire budget with us mm. and you know offering things like you know ppc um facebook ads and and that kind of thing and whatever else that they might be looking to spend money on mm. um and then also this is a really important part which is hiring experts in those areas yeah, true. and bringing them onto our team definitely and saying look we want someone who's really really skilled at ppc for example or seo and just again reinvesting in the business doubling down and yeah, I just think if we could be like a one-stop shop. Because mm. I think our real selling point is convenience. I think that unlike other podcasting studios where there doesn't seem to be a great deal of like kind of client relationship management, there doesn't seem to be a great deal of streamlining. It seems a little bit kind of janky. It's like, okay, so I pay for an hour and then there's like an upsell and it's this whole thing. We offer this thing of like, you can completely relax. You just click a button for example on the consumer side you just click a button and book an hour and we do everything for you you just click an hour check the day you want to do turn up chat and we do everything yeah and that peace of mind and that convenience that's what you're paying for that's true so i think if we can find ways <clears throat> to offer more convenience for clients mm. That's why I think long-term, I think if we can reinvest and figure out a way to build a SaaS business, that's really the way to go. You know, if you can build a SaaS business where you've got like some sort of, you know, B2B software that you're charging, you know, 40 bucks a month or 30 bucks a month for. Mm. Yeah, it's hard, to, it's hard to think of an avenue where that would be applicable for marketing. Yeah. That's, that's the problem. It's also very interesting to see where AI is gonna go on this kind of front when it comes to like social media and marketing and stuff like that. I think yeah, I think the industry is gonna have a very interesting like shift over the next couple of years. Yeah, you're a lot more bullish on it than I am. You're a lot more bullish on it than I am. Yeah, because I think I'm more deep in it. I'm like researching yeah, it a lot true. more and I see like the kind of like stuff where I, like I see stuff people are working on where they're like, I've seen one guy who's automated his social media workflow at the moment. 
granted it was very tech heavy and it and it wouldn't really work for like the kind of clients that we work with for yeah. example but the fact that he's even able to do that mm. is it says something so I just, yeah i think a lot of businesses are quite resistant to that sort of implementation because it kind of in a way i think it almost scares them if you're putting reliance into a machine i think it's maybe people. i mean look we'll see i mean i know you think it's going to come a lot sooner than maybe i think because but... i think it's better to be more prepared yeah you're right no it and is. more scared of it but because that well not scared of it but more aware more more aware of the threat that it poses because then you think about ways to incorporate it into your own business like we said earlier that's the way, that's the way to survive it you know i think yeah. you know, an ai revolution people talk about whatever anything like that is the way to do it it's how do you not fight against it but how do you incorporate it to help your business grow yeah it's the way to do it um but yeah that'll be an interesting space to watch over the coming months years very like um but i don't think there's anything have there been any other major updates then with us in terms of what we're doing no i don't think so i think it's mainly the fact that we've completely flipped our business, completely changed the business. Yeah. Yeah, yeah other, other than, than that, that jinx jinx nothing else really i don't think so no but it's good man it's been a good it's been a good week it feels it feels really week. positive yeah. i mean i saying that you know barney was really ill you're you're you were really ill and now i'm ill and i'm coming off the back end of it but yes yeah, so um, i'll be ill again i'll be ill again yeah uh, and i'll be so, fine and then you'll be fine and then yeah. life goes on life yeah. does go on but uh but no it's been nice to have like a good week and to feel positive yes. about the business and be like hey you know we're not like stressing about money in the account we're not stressing about this person paying or that person paying we're not stressing about oh where are we going to get new clients from it's like it's actually quite nice yeah, it kind of makes not sense. that we're resting on our laurels yeah, but it's yeah, nice yeah. to be just for one minute to be able to sit back and be like okay i'm feeling very confident about where we're going so am i yeah and it's also it's not a feeling of like it's not a feeling of like oh thank god we can just chill now it's a feeling of like okay we just don't have to stress now we're still working really hard we're still like nose to the grindstone every day doing the things we need to do but it's not from a place of like oh fuck 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 yeah, it's from a place of like okay great the ship has been steadied the waves yeah. we've, we've got past the the torrential kind of stormy wavy bit the ship is stronger now the ship well. is stronger yeah. we've built the ship stronger we're kind of sailing nicely looking through the telescope we're on yeah. course we just keep going as we're going and we're going to get where we need to get to which is exciting it's man it's a very nice position to be in as well i feel like it's the first time we've been in this place since we started the business yeah to be honest with you it's just been so up and down and left and right and stressful yeah. and all this kind of stuff that we've documented over the months and we're looking to pay ourselves for the first time soon we are once we got our tax bill <laughs> <laughs> just to add an air of reality in there oh. yeah once we give our money to hmrc yeah um, yeah <laughs> thanks guys yeah. that's going yeah. up your ass <laughs> That's where they'll stick it. Um, yeah, um, we will be paying ourselves, uh, which will be nice. When is that again? Uh, so our year end is November, end of November. So we'll um, pay ourselves what in December? Uh, we'll probably because we'll need them to do the accounts, so we'll probably end up being early next year. We'll end up paying ourselves. Right, okay. We need them to do the accounts to see what our yeah go through basically to see what our corporation tax bill is and what we can offset all this kind of stuff. I'm bored just hearing it. I'm bored talking about it. <laughs> so Should we wrap up? I think that's yeah. I think nice. it's, I think it's a nice place to wrap up. I don't think I think that's pretty good. Yeah. I think we've done a pretty comprehensive overview, and uh, it's been a pretty pretty solid update. And I think we'll have more um, info next week. You know, once we've got the leads and yes, see where we are with that. Uh, but for now, please do like the video, subscribe if you have not subscribed, and also if you would like to leave a comment. If you have any questions about the journey of this business, we are literally documenting our journey in front of your eyes. So if you have any questions about what we're doing, please leave it in the comments, and we will get back to you. But for now. Or advice. If you've, if you've been there, you're watching and you've built a social media marketing agency or you've built a podcast studio agency yeah. or whatever it is, if you've got advice look, and you're willing to share it, we all is. That is a very good point. Yes, if you can help us not be broke, we would really greatly yeah, appreciate it. We would yeah. really greatly appreciate it. I know Barney would too. 
we're all here just trying to put a roof over our heads so a nice roof but a roof a nice roof yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> thank you for watching we'll see you in the next one